0: Are you tired of using Google Drive or Dropbox to send files to clients? Well, never get burned again with FilePass. I love and use FilePass exclusively for sending files to my clients. It's a cloud file sharing website specifically made by engineers for engineers. It's absolutely amazing. Go to mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash FilePass to check out the full feature list and subscribe today. Never lose another dime to burned projects. kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply One,
1: two, three.
0: <laughs> hello you are listening to mixing music i am your host dk and with me again my very special friend ryan morris how hello, you doing hello.
1: i'm good how are you doing
0: So we have another episode that's about mastering. Uh, Ryan is a good friend of mine. We did high school together, ended up doing separate career audio pass. What are the chances of that, man?
1: It's pretty crazy. (laughs)
0: yeah. <laughs> i mean we i both, mean i knew you were a musician growing yeah, same, up same
1: same we both played music so i guess we were like how do we make money from this yeah and exactly this and
0: i was like i was in a rock band um which is hilarious because you growing bass, up in chicago right? i didn't even know what rock was until guitar hero
1: came yeah. out <laughs> you were a bass player right
0: yeah played, i played like, bass in a band what was a band? band it was um, uh i think it was like shamrock 19 yeah, yeah it was shamrock, shamrock.
1: 19. <laughs> We used to oh put numbers goodness. in band names so that people would know that we yeah. were punk pop or oh uh, my yeah, gosh, pop, punk. that's how people <laughs> Those knew. Those were the days. Were oh my into. goodness,
0: super uncharacter- uncharacteristic DK at that time. Nice. Um, <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> hey, it got us here, right? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Ryan, you've For always sure. been an amazing musician. Oh, and thank I you. think you're still making music, right?
1: Yeah, I, I am. Yeah, yeah, still making music. Still, you know, putting out records and, and things like that. Yeah, doing yeah some I, I loved
0: your last project that you were doing, that band. Oh, Staying for the doing?
1: Weekend. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Yeah,
0: that, that was a sweet project. Yeah, anyway, thanks. we're, we're going to talk about uh, some more mastering stuff, but specifically, yeah, yeah. I wanted Ryan to talk about dithering and mm. different types of distortion. So what can you tell us about, let's talk about distortion first. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. makes sense. Um, so there's a lot of different types of distortion. Um, basically, like on a, a pretty fundamental level, distortion has to do with harmonic generation. Um, so distortion, of course, is like the uh, the changing of a waveform from its original state to its uh, to a different state. You know, be it intentional or unintentional. So most of the things that we do to audio is, in one way or another, you know, by definition or technicality, a form of distortion. Um, but distortion, in in the sense that we're talking about it, um, really has to do with a lot of harmonic generation. So, like in tube distortion. Um, Essentially, what happens is you saturate uh, the tube to the point um, where you know the cathode can no longer send um, electrons to the anode. And what happens, you know, when that happens is, Whoa. is yeah. <laughs> <Whoa>. yeah. <laughs> we can get as technical as you want. I mean, we don't have to get too technical, but because I can talk for a while on distortion. I like the distortion. The
0: cathode to the anode. Okay. Yes, okay. The
1: cathode to the anode. Some so, people
0: will know what you're talking about. Yeah. But that, so I'm it, not.
1: You know. <laughs> <laughs> so in a tube amplifier uh, typically if you have a triode tube which is like three parts which is the the cathode the anode and the um the grid in between them you know you know I'm not going to get into it but basically in t- <laughs> cuz I'm not that I'm not that smart and I'm not going to remember everything I need to say about it but um basically so in tube distortion you have um, basically even harmonic distortion primarily on the the second harmonic Um, meaning so you have like your fundamental frequency maybe that's like 60 hertz and then your first order harmonic would be 120 hertz second order harmonic would be um, 240 hertz so on so forth Um, but what's cool about tube distortion why people love it so much is that it basically acts like a a doubler so you got your fundamental frequency and then you distort that and you get that you know uh, first order harmonic that's really strong and it really just brings a lot of complexity and character to the sound um And then there's, you know, tape distortion. Sorry, what's up, D.K.?
0: So, yeah, and I was going to say, like, as a mix engineer, you kind of, I kind of mess with a little bit of a, kind of that distortion, saturation kind of sound. You'll notice that the level that's being played in Pro Tools is exactly the same level, but it feels louder.
1: It does feel louder, yeah. It increases your overall uh, perceived, like, loudness of uh, of a sound. And it does make it a little bit louder because you're amplifying, you know, certain harmonics that weren't amplified before. Uh, But it's, relatively pretty pretty much the same amplitude.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah,
1: yeah it's cool. Uh, anyway, yeah, yeah,
0: so that that's about uh, the, uh, the tube distortion. Tube distortion,
1: yeah. So, saturation, like you were saying, you were saying you were messing around with saturation. So, saturation is essentially when you increase the input of something to the point where the output no longer matches in, like, a linear fashion. So, it's not like a one-to-one ratio, so to speak. Um, and once you saturate Basically anything, be it a tube, be it a transformer, um, be it analog tape—that's um, when you're going to start to get compression and you start to get harmonic generation. And this so is so—is that we-
0: actually co- considered as a type of compression? Like, does it really mm-hmm. actually compress the signal?
1: It does, yeah. So that's why people really like the sound of tape, um, especially for you know recording to tape machines, is because there's um, well, there's distortion that occurs because of the the transducers and the actual tape head or not the tape head, but the amplifier going to the tape. Um, But then, yeah, so once you you crank it loud enough, essentially the magnetic particles on the tape have no place to move once it's loud enough, so they stop moving all that much. And if you uh, keep increasing the input, you're not matching that in output. So, you know, when you look at a compressor, you know how you have that line that's basically like a diagonal line? So that's like, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, I know exactly. What you're yeah, so
1: about. the visual yeah, so it's a 1 to 1 ratio. It's going up. The input's 1, output's 1, so on and so forth. Um, but then you get to the part where it compresses and you know, that's that's where things start to become compressed. You got a threshold, you got a ratio um, and the once the signal hits that point, it starts to compress. So the input and the output are no longer linear in terms of their relationship. So the same thing happens in any type of amplifier Once you hit that point of saturation, your input is no longer matched by your output and what you get is compression. So you're actually getting compression from, you know, just driving or saturating a, uh, you know, tube amp or tape machine or something like that. That's interesting.
0: That's interesting. So as a mix engineer, I can kind of apply that, like, I don't know if I'm you know should be putting on a tape plugin specifically for mm-hmm. the compression on individual tracks but, but yeah, overall you can kind of hear it you know
1: you can hear it yeah i mean you're basically what i think you're probably hearing the most is the harmonics that are generated from tape emulation and the tube emulation mm-hmm. these are things that they put into the plugin that increase the more that you drive um, both the you know the input and uh, maybe decrease the output and you know vice versa
0: yeah um, absolutely absolutely yeah. so
1: the characteristics change in that way. Um, so
0: tell me, yeah. tell me a little bit about dithering. What the dithering. heck is dithering?
1: Yeah. We, yeah, sorry, I got off off topic with the different types of distortion. But no, um, no dithering is something that exists because of distortion. So in a digital system, it was kind of funny because when they first invented it, they thought that they weren't going to have you know any problems with it. This is going to be like a perfect playback machine. But it's funny because you know uh, quantization, sampling rate, and all that you know type of stuff. It lends itself to certain problems. Um so quantization distortion being one of those problems and that's something that happens if you've heard of like 24 bit or 16 bit um I'm sure you've heard of those because you know you record in those uh, Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And you know how that, you know, relates to the dynamic range and all that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So um essentially what happens if you whenever you decrease the quantization of um of a recording, you're kind of you're you're decreasing the amount of blocks That occur. Um, I'm trying to think about how to explain this in a visual sense, but it's kind of hard without seeing it. But basically quantization is a bunch of little steps, and if you decrease the amount of steps, you decrease the resolution of the audio. Um, And once you decrease the resolution, you're going to have certain little errors that occur in the actual recording process or, you know, the transcribing process if you go from 24-bit to 16-bit or, you know, 16 to 8 or whatever you do. Um, And what this causes is distortion, and the distortion that it causes, you know, it's not like tube, it's not like tape, it's not pleasant in any way, it's definitely in the higher register or the higher frequency range, it's a lot more noticeable, it's a lot more unpleasant, um, it doesn't have good sounding, uh, you know, characteristics whatsoever. So, um, basically, because of this problem, people created dithering. Now, what dithering is, are are you familiar um, with uh, masking, what masking is?
0: uh you may have to explain that yeah
1: yeah. yeah let me explain mas- so masking so masking is um essentially when the energy of one um frequency covers up the energy of another frequency um, so it typically happens with lower frequencies once a hundred. Oh, right, right,
0: right, right, yeah. right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about like math, uh, masking in like a dither. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Like when different frequencies overlap each other.
1: They overlap and they cover up each other and, you know, because of phase and all that, they cancel each other out. Um, and so uh, maybe even like,
0: so like a bass and a kick drum is a common, common yeah, That's a common
1: one. Yeah. You're going to have basically the sonic characteristics are going to, you know, overlap, and you're going to have parts where, you know, the bass drum masks the kick, or the kick masks the bass, and, and things like that. Um, but this is basically what dithering does. It's a high frequency, or it's actually kind of like pink noise, um, where it's basically, you know, equal amplitude across all frequencies. Um, and when you increase, you know, your dithering, um, you're basically increasing this, uh, this noise that's been generated. And what that noise does is masks, um, some of those higher frequencies that have been distorted. And because of that, sonically, we can't, you know, perceive, uh, the distortion that's occurred with the quantization.
0: That's interesting. Now I have to ask you, Mm -hmm. um, I have some people that do or claim to, uh, hear the different types of dithering. Like, uh, Hearing the difference between the L2 dithering versus the ozone dithering versus the uh, the Oxford limiter dithering. Now, is there much of a difference between each type, or is it basically the same
1: idea? Uh, I mean, there is a difference in terms of like the frequencies that they're trying to mask. Um, so, there's definitely a difference in terms of like uh, the ampl- amplitude of certain frequencies in the noise. Uh, so, basically, there's a different frequency response for each different type of dither. Um, but in terms of one sounding better than the other, that's kind of hard. I'm not sure. I, I've never really heard a dither and thought, oh, that, that's a good one. That's a good, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's a good sounding noise. That's masking that quantization yeah, like, distortion. So I, I kind of felt
0: bad because I, I, these people, uh, my friend is like, yeah, this one's the best one. And I was like, uh, a couple weeks after that, I was like spending, a good hour, just like going back and forth and just and trying like, to I listen to it. I'm like, I think I'm not, I don't have good ears. Like I can't, I, I, I wouldn't, can't hear the difference. I wouldn't you're worry right. about
1: that too much. I don't. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like maybe, maybe some are better. I, I think some dithering is better than others in terms of like its quality. Um, I, I, I maybe I don't know enough about it to, to say it. I, I definitely know that there are certain dithers that are like, yeah, we're the best dithering plug-in. I'm like, are you? Because I don't, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I mean, I, I guess, yeah, I get it. Like, there are certain types of dither that are better for certain amounts of distortion, and um, yeah, but yeah. So know. in
0: the end, it doesn't really matter that much.
1: Not that much, to my knowledge. <laughs> I could be wrong. You know, it's possible that I'm, I'm very wrong, and there's yeah. a lot of stuff I'm not understanding. If you have, or if saying. you have
0: research that proves us wrong, please email me at dkmixes at gmail. Yeah, no, um, it definitely. And we if, should talk about it.
1: We should talk about it. yeah, leave it yeah, email DK because I would like to know for sure. Um if different or types message of Ryan
0: are... on uh, on Instagram at yeah. R Y M O dot music, right?
1: Please do yeah, yeah. Send it yeah. send me your thoughts, you know, tell me I'm stupid. Um <laughs>
0: <laughs> or an absolute a...
1: genius. Or you know, or, yeah. <laughs> or a genius. Either one. Either one. Anyway, that's either.
0: that wraps it up for this episode. Thank you so much, Ryan, for joining of course. us. Um, And talking more about dithering and distortion. Um, I'm really excited to, uh, you know, kind of hear what we you know what you do in the future and kind of how things play out you know i'm excited to work with you more in the in the future and uh yeah please leave us please leave us a five-star review or rating please follow us um follow us on instagram ryan at r y m o dot music and i am dk mixes yeah um please message me any questions message uh any demo mixes yeah um, and can i say
1: can I say yeah. one thing? If if you leave enough five-star reviews on this episode in particular, is that possible, DK? Uh, I,
0: I know on Apple it's for the entire oh, podcast, but yeah, oh, okay. if you mention this episode.
1: Mention this episode. Uh, DK and I will do a cover of a Shamrock 19 uh, song. Oh, no. Oh, no. Really okay. Well. No,
0: no more reviews. Yep. Don't mention this episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's going to be great. You will love it uh, without a doubt. <laughs> Without, hey! A thank dad. you
0: so much, Ryan. Appreciate you. Man. Of
1: course, thanks, man. One, two, three. Yeah!
0: This episode of Mixing Music with DK has been brought to you by LaunchPod Media. If you want to start a podcast, make sure to start it right with LaunchPod Media. If you can't get enough of the Mixing Music Podcast and want three times the amount of episodes every week, subscribe to our exclusive content for only $4 a month or $40 a year at mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash exclusive. Happy mixing, my friends, and enjoy the show.